Hello, hello, beautiful people. How are you doing? What is up? Happy freaking fall. Okay, I know it's not fall yet, but it just really freaking feels like fall. It's been like between 50 and 60 degrees here in the mornings, and I've had my windows open all freaking week, and the breeze that comes through is just cool and brisk, and you know like the smell of fall? Like it smells like fall here. I don't even know how to describe that really, but it smells like fall. Both of my cats are sitting in the window right now and the birds are chirping and it's sunny and the sunshine's coming through and I can hear the little bugs like the crickets outside. The football season is about to start. Back to school is in full swing and I just have all the fall feels and my inner white girl is clawing for release like police set me on all the pumpkin patches and take me to the haunted houses and let's go to Starbucks and get our freaking pumpkin drink. Fall is here, baby, and I'm so freaking here for it. And I hope you are too. And you know what? I figured while I'm in such a good freaking mood, let's record a little episode to bring the wrestling squad some good positive vibes. I also realized that I should probably start introducing myself on this podcast if you're new here. Hi, I'm Emled, and you're listening to the Wrestling With Life podcast, and this is a podcast where I tell you about all the life lessons that I've learned the really freaking hard way so that, you know, you don't have to. You're welcome. Thanks for being here. Thanks for tuning in. Today, we are talking about people-pleasing. People-pleasing is something that I have struggled with. Really, in the last few years, more than anything, really, really badly. Today, we're going to talk about what people-pleasing is, how that's different from just being a genuinely kind person, why we people-please, the risks that come with people-pleasing, why it can be really bad, how we can stop people-pleasing, how we can break that cycle, and some coping mechanisms to kind of get you out of that headspace of I need to desperately try to make everyone love me by people pleasing. Before we get into the content today, I wanted to come to you with a little tiny announcement. So if you follow my Instagram at Wrestling With Life Pod, I've been frequently posting polls on there to try to get your guys' feedback about the episodes and figure out what you want to hear from me, what you're thinking, how we're vibing with some of the topics. I asked not that long ago, what kind of stuff do you want to hear on the pod? What do you want me to talk about? And so I thought I would kind of tease you with some of the topics that are coming up just so you know what you can expect. I feel like so far, all of the topics have been pretty intertwined and kind of build off of each other. And I just want to let you know that we're going to be covering topics more broadly from here on now. They're not all going to be so intertwined. So basically, since I saw the Barbie movie, I've just been freaking seeing red when it comes to patriarchy and our misogynistic freaking culture. And I've also become aware of the misogyny that's programmed in my own mind. And when I make that episode, it's not going to be a male bashing episode, okay? The men in this world are not solely responsible for the way that our world is. And I recognize my own responsibility in perpetuating toxic masculinity and misogyny 
etc. in our culture. And I have so many thoughts on that topic. I can't wait to talk to you about deprogramming that misogyny from our minds. It's going to be a really interesting episode. <laughs> on a slightly less controversial note, I'll also be making a topic about developing healthy routines in your life. I'll also be doing one on navigating post-athlete life. I've mentioned in previous episodes that I play soccer in college and that sports have been a huge part of my life up until the last three years. And that adjustment has been really difficult and really hard. And I know there's a lot of athletes out there who are going through the same thing. So we'll be covering that at some point. I'll be making an episode on forgiving yourself and on setting standards in your relationships and just your life in general. And that's just some of the topics that we'll be covering. But yeah, that's what's on the horizon, baby. Just FYI. So let's get into the people-pleasing conversation. If you hear anything that I say today, hear this. People-pleasing is a control tactic that actually dishonors your true self. I think a lot of times when people talk about people-pleasing, there's kind of this weird like badge of honor that comes with it. Like, oh, I'm just such a people pleaser. Like, oh, I was just I was just born a people pleaser. Like, I just like pouring into other people. And don't get it twisted. It is so good to have an altruistic viewpoint of the world and to love other people and to want to bring other people up. And sometimes self-sacrifice for other people can be a very beautiful thing. But there is a very fine freaking line to walk there. Listen to this freaking quote that I literally found off of Google and I have no idea who it's by. It says, don't be afraid of losing people. Be afraid of losing yourself by trying to please everyone around you. Mm-hmm, mm. Boom, snap, mic drop. Literally, that's what it is. It's that fine line between losing yourself by trying to love others and please others. So let's start with the first question I raised. What is people pleasing? When I was thinking about this, like how do we define people pleasing beyond just making other people happy, giving other people what they want? Like how do we know the difference between that and just being kind? I would define people pleasing as doing, speaking, appearing, or living inauthentically with the goal of avoiding conflict, dislike, rejection, harm, or just really like any negative emotion. So you're intentionally living in a way to avoid something. So the outcome is not, I'm going to do this because it's a genuinely kind thing to do. It's, I'm going to do whatever this is to keep myself safe, to keep myself from experiencing something that's negative, whether that be an emotion or an interaction, etc. So some examples of what this could look like. It could be saying yes when you really want to say no or like you just simply don't have the time or ability to do something. Saying yes because you you feel like you have to because you don't want that person to be upset with you or not like you or you don't want to feel the guilt that comes with saying no sometimes. People pleasing could be withholding your true opinion from a conversation I don't know about you guys, but there have been times where I'm around people who have very strong opinions and I feel like if I voice mine, conflict is imminent and there's no avoiding it. And so in that situation, I would withhold what I think because I just don't want the conflict. And let me be clear here, there is 100% such a thing as picking and choosing your battles, right? And there are definitely going to be times where 
maybe you just don't have the energy for that conflict or it's not worth it to you and you just don't want to get into it with this person. And that's definitely totally understandable and fine. But if you are constantly shrinking yourself and never voicing your opinion with anyone because you're afraid of any kind of conflict, that's very different, right? People pleasing could also be not speaking up for yourself, not advocating for yourself, not telling people when they cross your boundaries or when they do something that upsets you. People pleasing could be overcommitment, just spreading yourself too thin and taking on way too much because you just don't know how to say no. People pleasing could be chameleoning, just trying to blend in to literally do nothing and say nothing that would ever cause any sort of resistance from anyone else towards you ever because you just don't want that conflict. And it could be doing something with a goal that ultimately serves you. So think about when people kiss ass to their boss or pretend to be something that they're not because they have an agenda in the back of their mind. That's people pleasing and it's manipulative. So what's the line here between people-pleasing and genuine kindness? I kind of mentioned it earlier, but it really comes back to this idea of altruism versus egoism. And altruism, if you don't know what that means, is basically just that mentality in our culture, that vibe of it is a good and moral thing to love your neighbor, to take care of other people, to serve others, And there's definitely sometimes an an element of self-sacrifice that comes from being an altruistic human being. This could look like picking up groceries for your mom at the store, knowing that that's going to make you late to where you have to go, but you know that your mom really needs this. And so you're going to make that sacrifice because you love your mom. You want her to have the groceries that she needs. And you kind of just make that sacrifice because you can't imagine doing anything else. That's your mom. You know, that would be altruistic. If you're doing that every single freaking time and you're afraid to speak up and tell your mom that, you know, every week when you have to pick up her groceries, it's causing you to be late and it's really messing up your your work and it's getting to the point where like you might get fired from your job because you're showing up late because you're picking up her groceries every day. That's a very different thing, right? That's egoism, which is doing things out of self-interest. So what I just mentioned, you know, you're avoiding that conversation with your mom because you don't want the conflict that might come from that with letting her down or making her feel a certain way or the, the guilt that would come from it. And it doesn't feel like egoism because You think that you're doing a nice thing, right? You're like, oh, I just, I don't want to let my mom down. I want to take care of her. That doesn't feel like egoism. That doesn't feel like a self-interesting thing to do. But it actually is because you're trying to avoid the guilt that comes with that. You're trying to avoid conflict in your relationship with your mom. And so you're actually acting from a place of self-interest. This is no longer about your mom. It's about you and you not wanting to experience those certain feelings. This was a really super important and kind of mind-blowing realization that I came to when I was in therapy. When my therapist articulated to me that people-pleasing is a control tactic and it's not actually about you wanting to be a nice person, but it's actually about self-preservation, it blew my freaking mind because I, in the past, I've always been like, no, I'm just a nice person. Like, oh, I, I don't mind bending over backwards for other people and i don't i don't mind shrinking myself sometimes for the comfort of others but i thought that that was coming from a place of wanting to love other people it was actually 
a control tactic. It was a, a trauma response, a survival tactic that I had picked up to try to basically minimize the negative outcomes in my life to avoid conflict. And I wasn't willing to maybe have hard conversations or set boundaries or do certain things that would initially be uncomfortable because I thought, oh, I I know what the outcome will be. Like I would rather self-sacrifice myself and experience like maybe the inconvenience that this would cause me than experience the guilt or the hard conversation or whatever it was. So that kind of leads into our next question. Why do we people please? So we mentioned the control tactic part of it. I also think when we are in a really low place, when our self-esteem is not in a good place, when we're experiencing a lot of anxiety, we almost people please to try to earn love. Like I mentioned earlier, like you're almost kissing ass. You're almost sucking up to the people around you and you think that by you being a good person or self-sacrificing or doing nice things for other people, that that will make them love you, that that will make them like you. What actually happens when you do that is you then build your relationship based on conditions, based on you being able to show up and give someone else something. So it becomes unbalanced and you're constantly giving, 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 and then that builds up resentment in you towards that person because they're used to you giving a certain level and not reciprocating. And then in the back of your mind, you're like, okay, eventually they will reciprocate, but they won't because the foundation that you've built on is always you giving more. I hope that makes sense. And really, if people pleasing is coming from a place of trying to earn love, that's a trauma response. That is a direct result of something happening in your life where you felt like you had to do things to earn love, where love was conditional and you had to be a certain version of yourself or show up in a certain way or do certain things in order to be loved. Other reasons why we people please, where are my women out there? Raise your hand. I'm talking to you, baby. Women, we know this all too well. Think about how we are conditioned from literally the time that we pop out the womb till now. It's constant messages all the time of keep your partner happy, keep men happy, shrink yourself, tone your voice down, lay down, shut up, smile, be pretty, be nurturing, be the caretaker, self-sacrifice yourself, and just keep everyone happy around you. Obviously, this has gotten better in recent years. The feminist movements that we've, we've seen, the ways that women are advocating for themselves and standing up, this has definitely gotten a lot better. But think about like the traditional housewife, 1950s role that was promoted for so long. It was you doing everything in your power to keep your man happy was the message that was being promoted. For so long, women have been property. For so long, women have been not viewed as people. We have basically been an accessory to a man's happiness. So how could we not all underneath the surface, part of us believe that our job is to keep everyone else happy? How could we not feel that way all the time? It's programmed in us from freaking birth. You know what I mean? There's there's that inequity of gender roles in our culture. So if you're a woman and you struggle with people pleasing and speaking up for yourself and setting boundaries and saying no, recognize that it is so hard to not feel that way because of the culture that we live in. That is a huge reason why we people please because it's what we're freaking taught. 
And also, like I mentioned earlier, sometimes we just take altruism too far and we fall flat on our face over that very fine line between being a kind person and people pleasing the shit out of everyone. So what are some risks that come with people pleasing? What happens when we adopt this mentality of I just need to keep everyone else around me happy? Well, let me start out with a little freaking story, actually. Let me be really honest and own my shit right here. A few months ago, I had a really good friend of mine, a guy friend of mine. He expressed romantic interest in me. And looking back now, now that I'm, I have clarity about the situation and I can see it for what it was, I knew from the get-go that there was a voice in my head that was saying, no, Emily, you're not interested in him. This is just a friendship for you. But this friend of mine was very adamant and very confident that there was something between us, that we should give it a try. And at this point in my life, I was still healing from my breakup. And I really knew that I wasn't ready for that. And I also knew that I didn't have these feelings for this person, but it was a very confusing time. And anyways, I basically toned down that little part of my head that was telling me that I wasn't interested because this person was very adamant. They really saw something here. And from my point of view, I was afraid to lose the friendship. I was afraid to hurt his feelings. I didn't want to experience that conflict or experience those feelings of guilt by saying no right away. I felt like I had to give this person a chance, even though what was true to me was that I already had my verdict, right? But I felt like I had to. What ended up happening in the situation is we spent time together. We got to know each other. And it got to the point where I was like, yeah, no, this is this is really not what I want. And I was finally able to speak that up. But what happened is it absolutely blew up our friendship. I, I led this person on. I gave them hope. I lost the friendship. Like we're not friends anymore. And if I had been true to myself and honored what I really felt and said no and drew the line in the sand, if I had done that, that wouldn't have happened. I mean, maybe it would have happened. Maybe we maybe we still wouldn't be friends now. I don't know. But at least how I look at the situation is if I had been true to myself and I had said, no, I don't feel that way about you. One, I wouldn't have hurt him in the deep way that I did. Two, we might still be friends. We might not have experienced all of the horrible emotional trauma that came from that. And maybe there would have been a different outcome. I don't know. But how many of us do this? Like we're afraid to hurt someone else's feelings by speaking up for how we really feel or we're afraid of the conflict that comes from that. And so we people please and we do what we feel pressured or what we think we have to do. And that ultimately leads a lot of times, I think, to an outcome that isn't true to us anyways. When we people please, this leads to feelings of stress. It makes us feel emotionally drained. You're just running around all the time trying to keep everyone else happy with you. Of course, that's going to be draining. Of course, that's going to be stressful. A lot of times we start to neglect our own self-care emotionally, physically, mentally. We stop taking care of ourselves because we're too preoccupied taking care of everyone else. I mentioned it earlier. This builds up resentment within us. When you're constantly pouring into other people and you're constantly just taking care of everyone else, how is that not going to build up resentment in you? Who's taking care of you? You're going to feel like all of your relationships are unbalanced because they are. (laughs) And 
you're not going to feel reciprocal love with other people and that's going to feel really shitty. People pleasing also causes such a role conflict within you. You're going to be questioning, am I me or am I just who others need me to be? I have felt like this in periods of my life really, really badly. It's like you don't even know like what's true to you anymore because you're in autopilot of what does everyone else need from me? How does everyone else want me to show up? And you can't you can't even think about your needs and what's true to you because you're just worried about everyone else all the time. There's so many reasons why people pleasing dishonors us. And I honestly can't think of a time in my life where people pleasing left me feeling good about myself or gave me the outcome that I actually wanted from it. So how do we stop people pleasing? Well, we all know that the first step to changing anything is recognition, right? If you're feeling any of the way that I just described, if you look at the relationships in your life and they're extremely unbalanced and you're always feeling drained and you're feeling resentment towards other people around you and you feel like no one is pouring into you the same way that you're pouring into them. If you're feeling like you can't remember the last time that you actually took care of yourself and your life completely revolves around other people, there's a good chance that you are a people pleaser and you need to recognize that about yourself and you need to accept responsibility for that. It's not a badge of honor to run yourself completely empty trying to love other people. That's not a happy thing. It's great to be someone who lifts others up. It's, it's great to pour into other people. It's great to do things from a genuine place of wanting to serve and wanting to love and uplift. I will encourage you to do that till the day you die. That's amazing, baby. If you're that type of person, I'm the same freaking way. I love gassing other people up. I love making other people feel good. But when it gets to a point where you are losing yourself and you are drained and you are stressed the frick out all the time and you don't even know who you are and you don't know your needs anymore, you've taken it too far. And it's no longer coming from a place of, I genuinely want to help other people. It's coming from a place of survival and trying to spare yourself from whatever other feelings you don't want to feel or whatever situations you don't want to experience. So you have to recognize that and have freaking grace for yourself, okay? A lot of us do this because it's a trauma response. A lot of us people please because we've been through some freaking shit in our life. And I get it. I'm, I'm there with you. I understand you. But the only person that can change this behavior is yourself. And the only way that you can change that about yourself is by recognizing it and, and accepting responsibility. Anytime that I want to make a big change in my life, I have to get really freaking angry. I have to get angry at myself and I have to get angry at the other people around me who are perpetuating this cycle that I'm trying to break. So in this case, when I was a people pleaser, I had to get really freaking mad at myself for the way that I was showing up in life. And I had to get really mad at the other people who were happy to allow me to people please the shit out of them. When you're angry, this can drive change you realize that you are losing and denying your true self. You should be freaking mad about that. You should get freaking angry. Get angry and realize that it's never going to freaking change unless you do something about it. So what can you do about it? If you are a chronic people pleaser, you should really, really consider therapy. There was a lot of neural pathways that I had to rewire and undo to help me stop freaking people pleasing. And if you can afford therapy, if it's available to you, look into it. I highly freaking encourage it. 
But if you can't, I have like a couple, I guess, tactics, we'll call them that can help you as you learn to kind of set boundaries in your life. Stalling is really going to help you. Say that someone in your life really wants you to watch their dog next week. They're like, hey, Emily, I'm going to be out of town next week. I really need you to watch my dog and I need you to come live at my house for a week and be here all day, every day. And I'll pay you, but you know, I really, I really need you to do this. For me, immediately, I'm thinking about all the shit that I have to do next week. And I know that I can't commit to it, but for whatever reason, it's really hard for me to say no. Like, I really don't want to do it, but I, for whatever reason, I'm really struggling to just tell this person straight up no. This is when you can stall the request, okay? You can say, hey, let me look at my calendar. I really don't know what I have going on next week, and I'll get back to you. That is really all you have to say. And that gives you some time to like think about the response that you want to craft. And it doesn't have to then, you know, if this was an in-person request that this person made, then you can text them later if that's easier for you. For me, for whatever reason, saying no always felt easier over like a text message rather than in person because you don't have to like experience those feelings of letting them down or whatever. You can shoot them a text later and be like, hey, no, yeah, sorry, I got too much going on next week. Stall. Tell them, hey, I'll get back to you. Let me look at my calendar or hey, I have to check with someone else or hey, I'm not sure. There's so many other things that you can say besides yes or no. And that gives you some time to really assess your schedule and your feelings and figure out if you have time to do whatever they're asking you to do. Setting boundaries, I'm going to make an episode one day about setting boundaries because there's too much to talk about when it comes to this. But when you let people know what they can and can't expect from you right off the rip, when you set in stone what you will and will not allow, you set those standards and those boundaries for yourself, life gets a lot easier because you're making it clear how you expect other people to treat you and how you expect other people to show up for you. And when you do that, it just eliminates the number of times that you have to say yes or no anyways because people already know straight up what they should expect from you and what they shouldn't. So stall a little bit, set some boundaries for yourself. And if it's really, really bad, if you're people pleasing and you don't know how to get out of this cycle, try therapy. I would recommend it to anybody. It changed my freaking life. Going back to our quote earlier, do not be afraid of losing people. Be afraid of losing yourself by trying to please everyone around you. Guys, anybody in your life that loves and respects you and wants the best for you, is going to absolutely freaking understand when you say no or you speak your true mind. There has been a lot of fear in my life that, oh, if I speak up, if I say how I'm truly feeling, this person is going to be upset at me. They're going to be mad at me. They're not going to love me or something's going to change between us. I used to have that fear all the time. And I can tell you that, yeah, there are some situations where it sucks to let people down and it, it sucks to see someone that you love not get what they want. But in the long run, I have been so thankful that I have learned to stop people pleasing all the time and to say no, because I know that I'm honoring my true self. I'm no longer trying to manipulate outcomes and control how things go down between me and someone else, because I know that the people around me are going to love and respect me regardless. If there are people in your life that do not respect the boundaries that you set and do not respect the way that you are trying to honor yourself by no longer people pleasing, 
the bigger question there is, do you actually want those people in your life? And remember that you're in the driver's seat, baby. You have complete and total control over who is and is not allowed in your life. And that applies to family too. Like in my opinion, yeah, family is blood. But if someone is using and abusing you, they don't get to stay in your life. They don't get an automatic pass to stay in your life just because they're blood. That's just my opinion, but take that as you will. Listen, guys, life is too short to constantly be stressed and drained and neglecting yourself and resenting other people and not knowing who the frick you are because you're just constantly trying to cater to what everyone else needs. You can be a wonderful, good person and bring love to this world and lift other people up without completely sacrificing yourself and without completely losing yourself. I encourage you to keep doing wonderful, beautiful, nice things for other people, but you have to know where that line is and you have to know when you're crossing over it and when to freaking stop. People pleasing is actually a control tactic that dishonors your true self. Remember that, okay? If you guys want to support the podcast, you can give me a follow at Wrestling With Life pod on both Instagram and TikTok. I also just made a Twitter or I guess it's called X now. And they were out of my at Wrestling With Life pod handle. Someone already took it, RIP. So I had to make a different handle at WWL podcast underscore. I know it's just not as cool, but it is what it is. You can follow me on Twitter. Um, if you'd like to support another way, you can leave me a review on whatever platform you listen on. That helps the podcast come up and search more. You can also share this with a friend if it resonated with you. There's a lot of different ways to support and any way that you choose to do that means the world to me. So thank you guys so much for being here and for your encouragement and support as I've been cranking out these episodes. I am loving this. It is a creative outlet for me. Honestly, it feels like freaking therapy for me every time I record one of these episodes and Sometimes I still have to remind myself of these life lessons that I've learned and give myself that little pep talk and remind myself that people pleasing dishonors me and that, you know, being vulnerable sets me free and, and all the other life lessons that I've mentioned on here. I have to remind myself of these and it's really not a one and done thing. Going back to the whole theme of this podcast, Wrestling With Life, it's not a linear process. It's very up and down and there are some days where these life lessons are not forefront of my mind and I slip back into old toxic patterns and ways of thinking that I should have since outgrown. And that's just real and that's and that's human and that's okay. And in those moments, you need to have grace for yourself. I practice grace with myself all the time. We're imperfect humans. We're not going to get it right all the time. I've mentioned in other episodes, this is not an overnight thing. And that's okay, baby. That's okay. Give yourself a big, fat, warm hug. Tell yourself that you're enough, that you're worthy, that it's okay, that you've messed up, that you haven't been perfect with people-pleasing or whatever else it is in your life that you're struggling with. Just remember progress over perfection, baby, okay? One step at a time, one day at a time, one small change at a time leads to much bigger change. Start small with this. Start taking breaks throughout your day if you're feeling overcommitted. Start speaking up for yourself with that one person who feels safe before you start doing it with everyone. And these tiny little changes that you make over time, they will snowball into much bigger, more beautiful changes one day, okay? I promise.
Thank you guys for your support. Thanks for being here. Go RKO the shit out of life. Go wrestle with life and stop freaking people pleasing. (laughs) 